Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here in Michigan, we deal with brutal cold and tornadoes, but what we don't have is hurricanes. For others, they're not so lucky. All kinds of trees are down. Our driveway and streets are flooded. They can't get out. They're telling us to stay in our houses because of the snakes and whatever is in all this water. We're headed south to Florida today where Hurricane Ian thrashed the Sunshine State. And we'll talk to some Michiganders along the way. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. For the last several days, Hurricane Ian has captivated the country and put the state of Florida on notice. Around 3 a.m. on Wednesday morning, the storm made landfall on the Gulf Coast as a Category 4 hurricane. At its peak, Ian had winds of 150 miles an hour. That makes it the fourth strongest hurricane in U.S. history. The storm has left over 2 million people without power and, according to the New York Times, could cause up to $40 billion in property damage. The death toll is unconfirmed as teams sort through the rubble. This is exactly why people like Barbie Edwards and her husband Mark packed up and left their Sarasota home the night before Ian made landfall. Last night, my husband Mark said, this doesn't look so great. Pack a little bag. So we hightailed it to Jupiter Florida, which was a few hours away. You guys are in Jupiter now, and are you in a hotel? Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. Barbie, who is speaking with WWJ's Brooke Allen, she and her husband are Michigan transplants who have been in Florida for the last 20 years. Some people make a different choice. Here's another native Michigander, Stephanie Fisher. All of our outdoor furniture and everything has been moved. All the windows removed from the lanai. There is nothing outside. We have food, we have water, we have a generator, and that's about it. It's been raining since yesterday. It's just increasing. Do you have a lot of neighbors that are sticking around? Has everybody else evacuated? What's the scene down there? All of our friends, I texted them yesterday, and everybody stayed. So I've been in contact with them again this morning, and everybody said the same thing. If it really starts to get bad, we're all going to retreat into our bathrooms because that's the place where there are no windows. Stephanie appeared live on WWJ Mornings with Jonathan Carlson on Wednesday before the storm hit, at least in its most severe form. Stephanie lives in Charlotte County, Florida, where the damage was pretty severe in some places. She joined Jonathan again Thursday morning from the aftermath. Our house, to what we can see, has nothing wrong with it. We have all kinds of trees are down. Our driveway and streets are flooded. It came up to the house last night about 11, but it receded, so we have no flood damage at the moment. 
they can't get out. They're telling us to stay in our houses because of the snakes and whatever is in all this water. Everybody is without power. The entire area is without power. Have you had a chance to safely go outside at all, look at the damage? No, no. I'm standing out on my lanai. I can see which trees are down, and I've talked through the neighbors who's got trees on their roof, who doesn't. That's about all we can do right now. I don't own any boots. The expectation was pretty severe. This storm had the country on notice. But did it live up to expectation? I think for most of us, came in a little stronger, if anything, than we had expected. The original uh, track took this storm a little farther north, closer to the Tampa Bay area. And if it had gone farther north, it would have taken longer to make landfall. And it was going to run into an area that was more hostile for development. What that means is it would have had a hard time maintaining the Category 4 strength. We always expected it to become a Category 4 when it got into the eastern Gulf. But the question was, what was it going to be at landfall? And what ultimately happened was that we saw rapid intensification into Tuesday night and early Wednesday. They got it to very close to Category 5 status. It wound up being a high-end Category 4. I think one of the biggest issues was it wound up tracking a little farther south and east instead of being near the Tampa area, wound up closer to Fort Myers. That also sped up the landfall by about eight hours or so. So it really had less time to lose intensity before it got to the coast. And ultimately, it wound up being a very strong storm, very strong Category 4 storm, but it made landfall. That right there is the voice of WWJ AccuWeather meteorologist Brian Thompson. There's something that usually comes along with a tragedy or a natural disaster. Compassion. People, they turn out in droves to help those that have had their lives flipped upside down. Here is Trisha Nelson, a Metro Detroiter, speaking with News Radio 950's Beth Fisher about heading into the storm. I lost my husband in 2020, April 2020, and I was his caregiver. And, you know, when you're done with that mission in your life, there's quite a void in your life. And I chose to fill my void with going down to emergencies and help people in, you know, one of the worst times of their lives. And the Red Cross is a fantastic way to do that. You know, in the face of emergencies, we mobilize our volunteers and the generosity of all the donors and we just go and we help shelter people. Families come in with young children and we keep them busy. We talk and we feed them and give them a place to sleep and keep them as comfortable as we can. Because of the internet and social media, we're able to see all kinds of stunning and frankly horrifying image of the damage done. Neighborhoods wiped away, streets turned into rivers, trees bent in half. But there is an image that, to me, stands out above the rest. I've seen these extraordinary pictures of beaches with no water. What happens (laughs) and where does it go? It just goes back out to sea. Uh, We talk a lot about storm surge, which is the uh, uh, kind of the wall of water that gets pushed by the wind up to the coastline and beyond. But on the flip side, say, for instance, in Tampa Bay uh, on Wednesday, You have the storm passing to the south of Tampa. You have the counterclockwise flow of the hurricane. So the northern side of the storm, you had an east to west flow, which is an offshore wind that's blowing off the coast. So that, in essence, pushes the water out of the bay. And especially with such a strong storm like this, with such intense wind, that's what really helps drive the water out. And that can lead to these basically dry beaches. It's not a situation where you ever want to go out and walk in these. Things can change very quickly. You go from having a dry beach to then the storm surge coming on in. 
So it's just really the water getting pushed out. It's not necessarily getting sucked up anywhere. There is another thing about hurricanes that fascinates me. It's called the Waffle House Index. And yeah, you heard that right. The concept was coined by former FEMA director Craig Fugate. It's a metric, though informal, that is used to predict the severity of a hurricane and how long the recovery will take. Fugate said, quote, if you get there and the Waffle House is closed, that's really bad, end quote. Waffle Houses are known to stay open almost no matter what, so when they start to close, it might be time to pay attention. Yeah, it's interesting, these informal metrics of how bad things are. I think another one, especially in in a place like Central Florida, Disney World rarely closes during adverse weather, and it was closed Wednesday and Thursday. So some of the theme parks in Florida are probably good gauges, too, for how bad it can be. Uh, Businesses like that, like the Waffle House, that have a reputation of being open during bad weather, kind of interesting how uh, people have have taken that. It's, It's grown a lot with social media over the years. That was kind of my question for you, because, again, I think it's fascinating, but, like, are these things valuable? Do they matter, right, like the Waffle House Index or, like, Disney? I mean, it's a good barometer, but at the same time, it's not a real barometer. It's a good barometer, I think, for people to realize maybe how strong a storm is. Is it something that we use as meteorologists? Not really. Sometimes when these places that don't normally close, close, maybe it gives people a better idea that this is a storm you need to take seriously. Well, that's kind of what I thought, too. Most of us are not scientists or whether people like you guys are meteorologists. That's a real-life example. Yeah, exactly. Relatable. Here's another thing. Ian is now a tropical storm, but it might not stay that way. When hurricanes hit land, they quickly lose intensity. But if they come back over water, which Ian has now, and the conditions are ripe, and there's some very warm water sitting off the uh, southeast coast, these can re-strengthen, and it may have time to become a hurricane again before it uh, strikes the southeast coast. It won't be as powerful as it was when it hit the west coast of Florida, but could still uh, drop a lot of rain and cause some strong winds and again cause some storm surge issues. And then we do expect it to kind of get pulled northward. Some of the moisture is going to wind up in the Ohio Valley. Some will wind up probably into the northeast. Not expecting widespread flooding. These things sometimes have a long life cycle. We saw that with Ida last year as it came northeastward. It still produced a ton of rain and then caused some massive flooding around New York City, caused some big property damage, caused a lot of tornadoes, too. Uh, That's uh, something else these tropical systems can produce. So even way away from landfall, especially when these link up with other weather systems, they can still cause a lot of problems a thousand plus miles away from the landfall point. Hurricanes are incredibly powerful and destructive. But for us here in Michigan, sometimes they just feel like images on a screen a world away. But we must remember that those pictures equate to the lives of millions of people. Thank you to my colleagues Brian Thompson, Jonathan Carlson, Beth Fisher, and Brooke Allen for their help with this story. And thanks to Stephanie Fisher and Trisha Nelson for taking us inside the storm. This podcast would not be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. If you have questions, comments, or concerns about the Daily J, we want to hear them. Send us an email to dailyj at odyssey.com. That's dailyj at audacy.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.